Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode. That's dope. My name is God's Will. We got co-host Matt back with us. Uh, you know, rounding out really like uh, the, the squad, you know, like this has been like this, these whole episodes that we've been doing this season three have been to like really introduce like the, the team, like all the people who have been making that dope happen in the past and will be making that dope happen. So, you know, it's like, hey, let's bring on Matt, of course, uh, to show off everybody. How you been doing, by the way? How's life been with you? Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing pretty well. Uh, you know, just kind of fixating on some hobbies of mine and really, you know, plotting out, you know, our new course for the next season. So I've uh, been doing pretty well overall. How about yourself? Um, It's been weird, like sort of like ups and downs, I guess, like, like to be expected. But at the same time, like, I don't know, I just feel a little bit less energy energized than i usually do you know usually i'm always ah you know but um yeah yeah i think maybe just being at home like all this time like has just sort of mm-hmm. caused me to calm down like in not the best ways but it's whatever you know like i think we're getting back to it uh especially as life is starting to get back to normal oh yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. definitely looking forward to you know once we can kind of get everybody vaccinated and you know obviously knock on wood but hopefully you know get back out there in the event space you know this fall or whatever you know yeah uh, man. get us back to our energy levels because i definitely feel the lull you know yeah it's natural you know yeah kind of isolated only doing some things so i feel it cool i'm glad because you know like uh i think for a while i was like should i be feeling this off you know should, like am i alone yeah, i think like we're all just like sort at least me you know like i'm stuck in my own head uh, not being able to talk with you guys as often as I think I would like, or and also at the same time, like I, I feel like I'm becoming like a lot more introverted, like where I really do like my own alone time. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, I started life as an introvert and then I got really extroverted and then it's really, you know, made me so introverted and it's okay. Like I'm finding peace with myself, but at the same time, it's like, uh, you know, I miss people. I want to, I, I want that energy back. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Like I, I feel like a uh, beginning of 2020. I was like, okay, introvert, like extrovert. Let's go, 100 percent, right? And then, mm-hmm. well, yes. Now, eh, oh man, people, I know. Got to go yeah, back to right. seeing people again too. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, uh, what's up? <laughs> yeah, right. How do I talk to people again? <laughs> yep. So that's fun, but yeah. Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm happy that we we're getting the podcast like back. Uh, You know, like I needed a few months. I think I needed that time really to just get myself back together. Like I think January and February were just so draining, Um, just emotionally Mm so. Yeah, like where um, political, like politics was always a pain. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, Yeah, constant. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, it's just uh, crap on crap. And then also I feel like a little guilty, like even complaining too, you know, it's like honestly a lot good a lot of good things are happening but at the same time it's right it's uh i don't know i think i just keep seeing like oh things could be better but you know things are good but things could be better you know just that sort of weird back and forth so uh i think it's good to talk about it and and also just to hear from you guys like how has it been going with you guys and i'm not alone in this right yeah for sure i mean i I feel the same way you know energy immediately perks up just getting to talk to you guys so you know it's a win-win for sure. And I mean, let's see. So you're, this is the first day of Ramadan for you, right? 
Uh, it's actually tomorrow. So yeah, I'll be yeah I'll be doing some Ramadan fasting this year again. Like it's been this is actually my tenth year of doing it, or it's really? been ten years. I skipped a few years, but like it's my right. it's the tenth year since I first started doing it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's like the eighth time that I've done it. But um, yeah, it's been really nice. Like I, you know, actually, like yeah, I think I think it'd be really cool to sort of explain, I guess, like what that is. Um, yeah, so, man, all means. Yeah, so like I'm not Muslim, but at the same time, like I've been exploring Islam, um, as well as I've been diving deeper, like into Christianity, mm-hmm. um, you know, just sort of the same time, and then also just even trying to dive deeper into like other religions too, like um, the Hare Krishna group, um, trying to understand Judaism more, um, you know, just trying to like understand myself a little more, and then also I've been sort of understanding that like I really dig abrahamic faiths a lot so and as i read all of them like they all fit together it's just unfortunately like we've we've all been like well my group you know i'm the baptist group well i'm the pentecostal oh you know it's just sort of yeah, like the, the little yeah you know so but overall like the the main message is supposed to be like okay love god and then that will trickle down into like figuring out what your life's supposed to be you know like how you're supposed to help mm-hmm. with people using your gifts well right so anyways with Ramadan fasting, um, I started that 10 years ago, and it's been a good opportunity to really just sort of reset uh, and then just sort of test myself and push myself and see how disciplined I can be. So it's supposed to be a 30-day fast that moves back like 10 to 15 days every year because uh, it's based oh. off the lunar calendar. Yeah. So like when I first oh, started, okay. it was in August. Yeah. So it's been going back. And luckily, that means it's getting easier, right? At least for now. Because mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like before when it was summertime, it was just like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now in April, May, like it's luckily not too bad. Uh, so during this fast, it's no food or water um, during the daylight. So like when the sun's out from five a.m. till eight p.m., no, none of that, right? And then also, of course, you know, all the vices not supposed to do them right so no drinking you're not supposed to drink already as a muslim but i do you're right uh no smoking i do that a lot uh what else cutting out porn <laughs> i'm just like oh man cold turkey All on these things <laughs> so yeah i'm a little nervous but i'm excited because i think i do need to cut all these things out or at least you know just sort of temporarily so you know mm-hmm. like at least just be like hey let's just stop for a bit let my liver get back. Let my lungs get back. Uh, let my everything else get back. Yeah. My, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Understand. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. really cool. That's really cool. Especially that you've been doing it for so long. <clears throat> Cause I remember you doing it last year. Yeah. And was it the year before? No, I think it was just last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always thought that was super interesting. Um, especially the, like you said, the interest in Abrahamic, religions that mm-hmm. always was an interesting thing to me in the past as well um i used to do a lot of religious studies oh um, really yeah uh it's obviously quite a big shock to a lot of people but i actually spent some time as a youth minister wow yeah in a Baptist cool. church. i can see you doing that yeah although i didn't know that was something you did yeah yeah obviously it was during a phase when i was uh a lot more clean of of uh vices like you mentioned <laughs> uh, so it was a little easier uh-huh. but, yeah you know just like hanging out with the kids and doing fun stuff and events and uh you know reading to them preaching to them um but yeah i studied 
a lot of, you know, most of the Bible, obviously, but then, uh, since I was in seminary school, I also did, uh, a lot of things about, you know, the Pentateuch and the Quran and, you know, things of that nature. So just how it all kind of split off, like it's kind of simply phrased the Abrahamic religions because it's like after Abraham, that's pretty much where it started to kind of diverge. So it is all pretty interesting, but I'm also a huge history buff. So even though I'm not like a practicing Christian anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, right. I, I still enjoy like the rich history behind it and stuff yeah it is super Uh, cool yeah honestly like i would say like i'm like one aspect that's like has been really pulling me along with like these studies is like the the history side of this you know Mm -hmm. like just sort of being like oh that's how the persians interacted with uh the 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 jews or whatever right like or oh that's how the arabs interacted with you know such and such group right um yeah, like I think it's really interesting and just sort of the, even like hearing the stories about like what like how these groups, these early human groups, I guess, uh, like, yeah, early civilizations, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and even tribes to begin with, you know, like yeah. the tribe of Judah, as it's called. So, yeah, man, that's cool, like. man. I, I had no clue that, that that was your background, you know, like that's that's super yeah. cool. I mean, it's yeah. one of the many things. Uh, yeah, right. I bet, yeah, like, it's like a multifaceted a lot for the first like early 20s for sure so that's another time another story for another time okay all right in the future uh, i'll be definitely down to ask you about that some more because that's super cool yeah man you know just gotta figure out what you're doing in life that you know i thought that was my calling but honestly it's not it for me and that's okay Mm -hmm. you know to somebody else but still super interesting yeah um yeah and i mean like on that note i guess easy segue for how much i love history and stuff right and you know like how huge i am into viking culture and stuff oh yeah Mm -hmm. and celtic lore and all that stuff just early world stuff um so fun fact i took a dna test like two years ago i think um but the way that it works like it gets more accurate as time goes on because like they get a lot of hate as like that's not exactly right because i know my background Mm -hmm. um but it gets more accurate the more people who take it like the larger Mm. sample group you get that's where they actually get their accuracy because it's like okay i can compare you to a guy that has like a bunch of the same genetic material as you and he's in ireland so if we get like a bunch of people in ireland who are matching up well that must mean that's the irish heritage and so like then you can match with those things so point is though i'm not irish first of all that was just an example but oh wow okay yeah i was like okay I did find out, though like because recently i checked back maybe a few months ago or so and it updated quite a bit because i hadn't checked it in like a year or so and turns out i'm like nearly 40 percent scottish so yeah it's really cool and like i looked at my mom's uh dna as well and she's like 50 and like wow i know i do also because i had done a family tree before on their website and it's very very intuitive and great layout and stuff where you can like trace back you know family trees and stuff um and also my brother before like the big internet boom and stuff because he's like a whole generation older by the way he's gen x um he did like just paper research, like on public records and stuff and was able to trace all the way back to, uh, Robert, the Bruce, the, the first King of Scotland. 
Oh. And so that's like on my mom's side. And then I confirmed it on the website by like tracing it back myself. So super cool, you know, to know that like, I don't know, you know, I mean, that's super cool for real, you know, just because like white people is just like, okay, well, you're probably English. So like, <laughs> oh, well, that's great. <laughs> you know, but mm -hmm. so that was at least cool to kind of hone in on a little bit more specific. So that was cool. But anyway, all that being said, that was not really the point of the story as much as it was kind of leading into, I've been into Vikings. <clears throat> then I found out that I was very much Scottish. So point of all that is you've been begging me to play Hellblade for so long. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I finally did it. I'm not going to say that I beat it, but like okay. I played a lot of it to the point where I really get the feel for it. And first of all, you're absolutely right. I should have been playing it a long time ago. <laughs> super, super amazing game. Uh, incredible, really. And so, like, that's why I kind of walk into that is, first of all, I was incredibly impressed with the historical accuracy as much as they could be, you know, because obviously it's a psychological thing as well. Mm -hmm. um, but just the fact that, you know, it was someone of the Pict tribes of the Celtic peoples who originally inhabited the Orkney Isles, uh, you know, and how she left and came back and the Vikings had done their thing. Uh, that was real. Um, obviously it's like that based on a true story sort of thing where the characters aren't real, mm -hmm. but the story is in that the Orkney Isles were invaded by Vikings, uh, from Norway, in fact, and they like just completely took it over. Uh, just wiped everybody out and just said, this is our new like base, naval base, our little pirate point to like launch off from. So like that was all true. Um, so like the fact that she imagines it as uh, Helheim, that's obviously the psychological part, but it really was like taken over by Vikings when it was their home before. So they eventually took it back like, you know, a thousand years later. That's not true, but say like, a few hundred years wow. later. Yeah, they held it on for a long time, huh? <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, no. So that was like super cool. So I loved all the historical accuracies was like kind of the lead in, I guess, of all that. Yeah. yeah. Just knowing that also like, you know, the early Celts, um, the Picts and stuff is what eventually forms, you know, Irish and Scottish peoples. So like it just hit on both the bases that, it's the story of the precursor to Scottish people being raided and fighting Vikings and then integrating Man. and like Man. sharing blood a little bit. So it really hits all the notes as far as uh, history stuff goes for me. That's dope. Yeah, because I really had no clue. Like for me, it was an engaging story, mm -hmm. but I was wondering like, what what does it mean, I guess? like, And then also like, how true is this to, you know, I mean... Like, still learning so much about, like, this culture. Um, like, I just recently beat God of War, um, like, where he yes. goes into... Amazing. Amazing. Like, that's a true masterpiece of a game. Oh, um, yeah. Best I, reboot. I, yeah. Honestly, I was I was a little worried about it. In fact, I remember, like, before when it was coming out, and I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I already beat God of War 3. I loved it. They don't need to bring it back. Mm -hmm. And I just was sleep different. Sleep on on sony like trying to put out god of war uh and mm. i was so enthralled 
with the world, really. Like the game itself, amazing. Characters, amazing. But the world, I never knew about like all the different Himes. Uh, I never knew about like the the lore of the gods. Um, you know, like, I mean, I've heard about Ragnarok all the time. I, I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet. Oops. <laughs> That's barely relevant okay okay cool. (laughs) that's the marvel version so Uh, okay yeah and also i think that's the thing is like i always see different versions i mean i'll never forget hercules making me think that Mm. zeus was a cool dude right (laughs) Right? he was a dick (laughs) honestly it was like like it was like he was a huge dick and like literally too you know just like all right i'm gonna go fuck you too i'm gonna fuck right. you too right? <laughs> all the place. And, Not cool dad yeah like horrible dad horrible entity guy i guess i don't know just horrible right. overall god of war really cemented that where it's like yeah him and um it was thor and who like i think like one of his sons balder balder was the yeah. first guy you fight yeah and i felt bad for him because mm. like his mom was cool um and it sounded like he was really going through it but like who was the right. son that killed the giant uh the giant that was a craftsman i think it was it um Test uh my memory here uh i guess it was thor yeah i guess it was thor i think it, you're i mean i think you're right yeah man, honestly man. thor was a giant dick <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. he he's just going around killing everybody he yeah, wasn't he wasn't nice at all neutral honestly in uh like norse mythology like oh really you know because he's the god of thunder and whatnot and so you know if you were out on the ocean voyages and stuff he could just suddenly get pissed with you or like want to play a game and that's what they would blame like giant like waves and like sea storms for like killing ships and they're just like well it's just what he does he's the god (laughs) of the sea and you know he does what he wants so i'll just be like yep He's angry. <laughs> so, yeah, he was seen as kind of a douche. Like, it does make the cool, sort of it makes the the randomness and like unfairness of life a little bit more tolerable, I guess. You know, true. I yeah, guess yeah. like where it's like ah, nothing I can control. Nothing I did. Just right. just I don't know. He was bored and he decided to fuck with me, I guess. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, that's that's freaking horrible. And uh, it definitely makes me. The God of War as a whole made me interested, like in that world of sorts. Um, mm. And then like Vinland Saga, we talked about that before, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that got me hyped. I still need to read that. Um, mm. It's really cool seeing like these these Viking and uh, this world uh, depicted like in fiction. Really, you know, I was like, I need to play that uh, newer Assassin's Creed. Like that oh, was yeah, about- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's great. I, I haven't played a whole lot of it, honestly, just because, like, I played enough to know that I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, I have other stuff that's, like, seasonal going yeah, on. Yeah. So it's like, I'll have plenty of time to get back to that. I know I'm going to play it, too. Uh-huh. Um, and another one, by the way, for you that came out a while back, you've probably heard about because it, it got a lot of hype, but uh, Valheim. Oh, yeah. I've been wondering, like, what that game's about. I heard it's, like, uh, Minecraft-ish? Yeah, it's a crafting survival game. Uh, So Minecraft's obviously going to be the first go-to as far as, like, how well-known the game is. Uh But then there's also a whole genre for survival games, especially online, because you can have a server on this. Mm. Um, But, like, Rust, and there's a lot of post-apocalyptic games out there. Or mm-hmm. Ark, if you've heard of that, the dinosaur. I've heard one. about Ark. Is that the one you're supposed to like kill? Yeah, you pick up things and you're trying to find food <laughs> and stuff. Or is, is that the wrong yeah. game? 
Okay. No, it's, it's one of them. That's okay. basically the whole genre in a nutshell. Really, you just like start out naked somewhere for no good reason and like pick up rocks and then make like caveman tools and then somehow end up with like a machine gun by the end. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dr. Stone, but yeah, just, basically uh, Dr. Stone games. Yeah. I like it. All right. Because so Dr. Stone. Thing. Oh, All right. Man. Yeah. That's Selling great. me in this. I need to play more PC games, honestly. I've been oh, yeah. in this forever. I st- I've been saying it this whole week actually i was like maybe i this is the week i start playing some pc games you know maybe i'll start playing overwatch on pc but i'm like uh but my playstation oh, though i love my playstation oh. <laughs> <laughs> i love me some playstation too but mm-hmm. but pc's where PC, it's at though yeah it's just way too many games like my steam library is like 400 games because they'll just like you know have massive sales all the time but yeah you know. That would just stress me out, though. I feel stressed out with the GameCube I got going on right now myself, you know? I'm like, ah, oh, I, haven't, I haven't done this, and oh my gosh, I need to do this. And, uh. and also, one thing I really realized recently about the way I play games, I love stunting, all right? I love showing off, like, yes, I beat this game. <laughs> yes, I got the platinum trophy for this. I did yeah. everything, I, or, you know, at least everything to get this trophy, right? But... I do need to get on PC. Like I, I feel like I'm missing out so much, you know, like there's just so many games on there that everyone's always talking about. Uh, and it's just whole different worlds that, I mean, even like all the, the, the cross play games you can play, you know, like the, mm-hmm. um, call of duty and such. Right. Right. It seems like the better is a better experience playing on PC, huh? It is especially, you know, first person shooters, depending on your style. I mean, like we, recently discussed personally like you're gonna have to go through some adjusting you know not having the joysticks but honestly like 1v1 of someone who's used to both pc will win every time because the mouse like it's just you can just twitch so fast but also stay on target so easily Mm -hmm. recoil actually is not even a factor interesting little tidbit because like uh you know i play a whole lot of destiny too And the guns have different stats, just like the ones in Call of Duty, where it's like, you know, we got stability, accuracy, damage, etc. And one of the stats is uh, stability, and it basically affects recoil. Mm -hmm. Um, So people who play on PlayStation, or Xbox, I guess, (laughs) but um, that's important, because, you know, like, to stay on target, especially if we're talking competitive play, PvP, you know, you'll want to stay on target. So stability is important. Whereas in PC, it's just like in D&D, a dump stat. Completely just don't worry about it because recoil does not matter with, with the mouse and keyboard because you can just adjust by just dragging slowly down and like you stay <laughs> on target. And uh-huh. like, so recoil is not a thing on PC, really. So you can focus elsewhere, like into accuracy and stuff. So just interesting little tidbit. So need to once you get it. used to it, Again, yeah. a pro on both sides, the PC player will win just because it's more, it's easier just in every way that makes for sense. a shooter. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because I love, I love like the PlayStation controller, but then again, is like, is I haven't tried the PC as much. But, uh, I need to. It's been uh, I, getting used to. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. Because I mean, I still have to look down when I type every now and then. I'm just sort of like, which button am I pressing again? Right. But, um, I'm going to get the hang of it. Yeah. And I guess I'm still sort of getting used to like having like a desktop. I've always just had laptops 
ever since getting banned from the family PC for looking at too much porn as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel times. that. I feel that pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not alone. Oh yeah. So another thing I did want to add about, uh, about Hellblade. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So obviously, you know, we discussed it full, all the history stuff and how we're history buffs and, uh, whatnot. <clears throat> But obviously, like we discussed last time, well, I mean, you were telling me more, more about it than I was, you know, I was just responding. Mm-hmm. But now that I've seen it and played it and stuff, it's an amazing take, especially because I did the research on, like, how accurate it was. Because, like, I don't mess with, like, you know, fallacies or whatever as far as, like, psychology goes, because that's my main focus of if I had anything in life like my biggest thing above history is psychology or at least like sociology evolutionary uh psychology stuff like that so like if the game were to be really fake i just it would turn you off right to get into it at all yeah Yeah. that makes sense honestly the amount of research that they they did was just incredible which i'm sure you probably know um but for instance like they went as far as to actually like the voices in her head and hopefully I don't think, you know, call this spoilers. I mean, like I'm not yeah, going to tell you what happens. Spoiler. Like, yeah. I would, I would say that it you should hear us introduction, you know, but anyway, uh, the voices in her head, the team actually even, uh, would record with a, I think it's called like a binaural mic, something. I don't know, okay. but basically, it would be a, a certain special kind of microphone that they'd be, well, they would be in the middle of a room <clears throat> and they'd have multiple voice actors come in and it can pick up like a 3d sound effect of where the people are, where their voices are coming from. Um, and not just like quieter or louder, et cetera, but like actual like 3d sound. So it, they'd have multiple voice actors in there, like shouting and whispering and stuff in different locations of the room so that then oh. the player hears it just like she would from multiple uh, distances and angles, because that's actually how uh, people with psychosis, excuse me, who have uh, like auditory illusions uh, perceive things. It's not just like a stable, steady voice a lot of times. And so on top of that being cool enough already, they actually would bring in what, is called voice hearers, which is auditory uh, hallucinating people uh, oh. to review the recordings after they were done and give them feedback on how accurate it was. Like, is this really how it sounds until they were pinning down that? Yeah. At least for the people, the people that were there to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, the final draft basically was, yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate as to what I hear in my head. Wow. That's what's up. Yeah, because so I like, had heard see that it's like, whew, whew, that's so cool. Like, I like I, I did know like that they did work with like people, um, like who who have like a I guess mental illness. I'm not sure if that's like the proper term for it, but I guess you know like that were going <laughs> through like psychosis to like participate. But I didn't know about the 3D the 3D recordings. Also, I didn't know that like they got people you know the voice hearers to like really participate like that. So that's yeah it's dope that's really dope for sure and uh to to get to that point honestly you know not knowing what to call it as people with mental illness uh so psychosis itself it's not even like a 
capitalized noun, right? Because it's not actually a disorder. It's a symptom rather than a disorder. Um, and it's basically, if you wanted to sum it up, it's um, seeing, thinking, hearing, feeling things that aren't real, basically, but being convinced that they are at least sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is more of a symptom of a number, a plethora of other mental illnesses. The most popular, or not popular, but rather most well-known one would be schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of psychosis, psychotic episodes. Um, but then there's there's all sorts of others, even coming down to some things called like a delusional disorder, for instance, which is not schizophrenia per se, um, because they don't have, man, I could get so long-winded about this. But I mean, this is dope. Like, I had no clue about any of this. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hallucinations and delusions have, like, two categories uh, known as bizarre or not bizarre. And that doesn't actually carry the regular definition of bizarre. It's its own actual term um, in, like, the DSM, the manual for... Uh, you know, psychology and diagnostics. Um, Had a brain fart. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So basically bizarre though. So say you have a delusion. um, There's two sides. So there's say like an example that's actually in the DSM, for instance, is a person believes that they have some, at some point been knocked out, had their organs removed and then had someone else's organs placed in them. This would be a, a bizarre uh, delusion because it's something that they've never experienced. There's no reason to believe it. And it's something that normal people, not normal people, just your average life would never, ever come across. So it's, there's no reason that they should feel that way. And there's no anything. Whereas a non-bizarre delusion could be something along the lines in the most, the more extreme cases is like, uh, there's been a hitman hired out there to get you because you like pissed off the wrong person. And now you're like thinking you're hearing like people following you and like, you know, you'll see like the mailman and think that he's like a hitman, stuff like that, which is like, it's pushing the limit, the barrier of sorts, but it's something that's realistic in the way that like, it's not that hard to conceive basically. It's not like bugs are crawling under your skin. Like that's a bizarre one, for instance. I see. Um, Wow. But then on like the lower end of the spectrum, because everything is a spectrum really in in life, but especially in psychology, but uh, with other types of delusional disorder, for instance, um, there's like delusions of grandeur. Everyone's heard of that, Mm -hmm. but it's actually a mental illness. Like you can have illusions of grandeur temporarily, but if you, permanently do it's actually a delusional disorder more than likely um where you think that you're actually you know a king for instance or you're made to be like a prophet or something like that Mm. um also another one that fits into that category um that's also pretty i wouldn't call it pretty but kind of prevalent and like scary for other people is uh, it's called like erotomania. I don't know how you would pronounce that properly, but basically, yeah. Uh, what it is is that <clears throat> it's a person who is completely convinced, like not just I think, they're convinced that someone 
out there is completely in love with them. And it could be anybody as far as like just someone they met and then they start like stalking them, or it could even be a celebrity. They could like, I could literally believe that Taylor Swift is in love with me and like be obsessed all the time. So someone that you don't even, that doesn't even know you really. Right. Right. See, these are things that are non-bizarre though, even though it's a delusion at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it is. Yeah. It's just something that's more possible than saying like, I see Satan. Yeah. I see. You know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what differentiates, but these are all symptoms of disorders. Um, even coming down to like general medical disorders, you know, you could just, it could be a brain, uh, a lesion on your brain. You know, you don't have to actually have a mental illness. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that real quick, that psychosis is very misunderstood, but also I love that they did the research enough to not give her a diagnosis yeah. because they just said she has psychosis in any description in any interview and she has all the symptoms that we could sit here and try to diagnose it's schizophrenia or it's mm-hmm. you know it's actual you know some some other sort of disorder but they don't they just say that she has psychosis and i really like that that they don't because it's historic too so they didn't have words outside of yeah, like just the year 900 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that was like super cool too yeah, like it's really like this game, like especially uh, the whole thing is really cool. I had no clue about that. I was wondering if she did have like a thing or like a particular illness of sorts, I guess. But yeah, I guess it's for the best that they don't say, oh, she has this unless it's stated that she had this, right? But um, mm-hmm. it, I think like Hellblade was like the first time like I had even like really thought or been like in the shoes of someone with mental illness of some sorts, you know, like where I, you know, I've always heard it always heard about schizophrenia of sorts or um you know mm. i guess hearing voices you know like hallucinations and such but like it was it was very interesting to sort of go through it you know to actually be like oh like it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's scary honestly and especially i guess back then yeah. right when no one knew what it was and it's just sort of like oh you've been touched by the gods or something like that right, right? you're cursed yeah and like need to be outcast because like you're just causing problems and stuff like that so yeah that's pretty wild Whew. Man. Um, I'm glad you're yeah. playing the game though. Like that's that's so yeah, dope, it, you know. It's, like, it's super enjoyable, especially after like I read up all the stuff that they researched. That's so dope. Yeah, like I'm I'm excited for you to beat the game and then to like really like you know I want to hear a report about this. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I mean, I gotta throw out just one last thing that was like yeah, super yeah. interesting that I just remembered. Yeah, yeah. Because like I guess now this is gonna sound really dumb but ninja theory right are they in the uk right oh uh, actually that's a good question yeah like I, I don't think they're based in the US. like when i was reading that it was all uk vernacular and like uh you know a couple of places that they went were in the uk mm-hmm. but yeah looking up right now they're in cambridge england so yeah okay yeah nice that's what i thought because like the university of cambridge is where they got one of the professors to help them out with this oh. um but another interesting thing that unfortunately I couldn't find any links to as far as finding what this college was. And I guess it, maybe it was for their identity, like whatever, but they apparently worked with what's called a recovery college. And I love this. I really wish it was in the U S but basically it's an establishment. It's a college, right? Um, that acts as both a health, a mental health facility for people who have to be, um, you know, institutionalized inpatient 
yeah, inpatient um, mental health. Okay. But also, it's a college for the patients. Oh, so they really? actually get to like get a degree while they're institutionalized. Wow. For free. Like, wow. As, as, as far as I know. But like, you know, healthcare is a lot better over there. But anyway. Yeah, not US. <laughs> uh, no. But so they work directly with that college, which is like super cool. And um, they were super inspired, like a huge chunk of where they got their like direction really for what she was going to be going through in her psychosis was a girl in particular at this college who has to live with angry voices screaming at her and slamming on her doors and walls 24 seven never sleeps interrupts her sleep. Um, and also even that she would see like dead bodies hanging from her ceiling sometimes so convincingly so that she would try to rescue them, but there's nothing there. So that really had a lot of like inspiration as far as what you go through in the game. And that's where I won't get into spoilers, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they Ooh. really, really took from real people, you know, that go I through had no clue. this kind of stuff. Wow. That's terrifying. That's bizarre. It right? is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is very very much in the bizarre category wow you know so you're giving me like a, a another healthy uh appreciation of the game because i love the game like and i'm excited for the sequel that's supposed to be coming out they they hinted that a sequel is supposed to be coming out soon um okay don't know when or right at least i haven't heard anything recently but hopefully this year we'll hear more about it when a video game season this summer is supposed to come up right yeah yeah, definitely. Uh, I haven't man. been following too much just because. Yeah, you're going through. I right got so used to, you know, this past year of everything getting pushed back like six months or so because yeah. of all the delays. On understandably, but so I've I kind of lost track of what's coming out when. Honestly, yeah. but that would be super cool though. I, I would love to to play a sequel. Yeah, in fact, actually looking it up right now, they said it's supposed to come out this year, November okay. 2020, or next year between 2020 this year to march 2021 that's what the internet has said so far but i agree with you uh maybe it's too early to still count chickens especially since we're all still going through the pandemic right hey you know yeah but it's still something to look forward to yeah super super great team so i love it yeah man that's it's really dope that you're playing that game like and this this whole thing like that you just talked about super cool (laughs) like it's making me really have like a healthier appreciation for the game wonderful game that i think people should just at least check out because sure yeah like it felt like a movie Mm -hmm. and it especially like if you play it the correct way of like having the headphones on um, yeah that's especially like having a good gaming headphone that does like three directional sound because that's how it was recorded and intended to be is just phenomenal to hear and just touching knowing that that's like so realistic to what some people feel that it's like dang you know yeah that's a real whole new appreciation exactly the fact that you you brought this even more so home like where it's like yes real people have gone through this or they have like interviewed real people who do experience this type of psychosis like it just makes it like wow this is more powerful it still is like it was already a powerful game oh yeah for sure in its own right yeah Uh, so much added in so much research yeah so it's great man that's really cool man 
Like, thank you very much for that. And, oh, and yeah. I, think it, I think it's a game that people should really should check out because like it, it did, it was like one of the first times that like I got to step in the shoes of someone with mental illness of sorts, you know, something we always talk about, but I think it's sort of hard to empathize with it because, you know, it's so personal or individualized. Right. Um, mm. And then also it's just so internal that, you know, like, you know, you see someone to cut and it's like, ow, oh, paper cut, you know, that sucks. Right. Or, you know, even, you know, if you see someone bleeding, then it's like, okay, that's, that's a problem. Right. You don't, you don't ask questions. Are you faking it or whatever? Right. Like it's, right. It's uh, you, you, you see pain or blood or, you know, like physical duress. And it's like, okay, I understand that person is in trouble. Let's go do something about that. Right. But yeah, this mental illness, it's, it's, it's hard to conceptualize. And it was really cool to see, uh, in the video game of all things, like a really fun game too. Like yeah. I had a, a blast playing it, but you know, the story was, was, uh, like really like the thing that pulls it along. And mm. the story of this woman, like who's really going through it the whole time, unfortunately, uh, with yeah. angry voices and just the scariest of visions, especially in the nine hundreds where I'm like, well, if I die out here, you know, I trip on a rock and I get that infected. Well, I'm, I could literally die, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that like, um, awesome that we're, i'm really glad that we're not in the 900s where where <laughs> you know like i i'll never oh, get yeah. like uh in game of thrones well sorry if it's a spoiler for s- someone but you know how one of the characters died from a knife cut just like a like a regular knife cut he didn't get checked and then it got infected and then he died supposed to be one of the strongest <laughs> guys dead from a knife cut it's just like oh i i couldn't so man yeah no that that's all right. I mean, Game of Thrones has been out for a good long while, but still on that note, though, just, yeah, it's wild to know that just the simplest of things. I mean, even as far or as recent as like Wild West, you know, yeah, like you get a you get a gut shot and you're dead. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It. Yeah. Get dysentery from drinking the wrong water. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Oregon Trail stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, you died of pneumonia or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. Hell, just even watching. um dr stone right <laughs> uh they were talking about like uh are you, are you watching dr stone by the way i i watched the first season all okay. the way through nice um i need to watch the second season uh i've been watching some other anime though oh what you watching <laughs> man <laughs> so i know you're a whole lot more on the shonen side of things and i love shonen as well I, I like I like I like a lot of it. Like I, in fact, actually, I'm getting into some really good slice of life right now and some comedy. I'm, wait, I'm watching a romance okay. show and I'm watching oh, okay. a slice of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what are you watching? I, I, I watch all. On that note, <laughs> with the uh, slice of life comedy, rom- uh-huh. the rom com stuff, uh, just because, like, I guess it was more recent, and honestly. I'm ashamed to say I don't know exactly when it came out, but the second season came out somewhat recent. Uh-huh. Uh, but quintessential quintuplets. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is that one about, and why is it good? Oh man, because <laughs> I've been hearing it's people honestly, talk about it. Yeah, it's it's made it honestly into probably my top five anime of all time. It's wow. really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so basically, I don't know if you're just recently getting into rom-coms and stuff you may not have seen it but there was one from like 2016 maybe uh called nisekoi maybe you've heard of it a lot of people i've heard of it don't know pretty big fan base Mm -hmm. um but it's basically um harem anime honestly is the way to sum it up okay um 
and so like a regular like where a guy just has like a bunch of chicks around him they're like all about him yeah they're like everyone in the show every girl is in in love with him or like maybe not at first but they'll always fall in love with the character <laughs> it's okay. similar to a lot of isekai uh dudes always clueless the only difference being like there's no action otherwise uh-huh um so it's always just literally my, all about hurts my soul to see that but <laughs> I, I definitely understand <laughs> yeah um so basically this one in particular though which from a review that i read after the fact is like the most like Nisekoi of any other anime since then. It's basically the spiritual successor, if you will. Not made by the same people at all. Should I watch Nisekoi, by the way? Oh, absolutely. That one's okay. uh, that one's like just under the quints in my top wow. five to ten, you know, range. Maybe it's number six, we'll say. Okay, okay. So it's definitely worth watching for sure. Um so basically, so before I get back to the the, the quintuplets, just mm-hmm. a quick little synopsis i guess of nisekoi mm-hmm. is it literally is called like uh i can't remember for sure but like fake love basically is what it means or like the subtitle for what it is mm-hmm. and so there's a dude and like i don't know he's got some important family i want to say it's i can't remember which but Either like royalty him, type of deal or, or like... well, yes and no. Like I can't remember which one it is. Mm-hmm. So either him or the girl that comes in is like, just like super powerful and like important person in Japan. The other one, which I think is the dude is actually an heir to the Yakuza throne, like one of the, oh, wow. the family leaders, but yeah. And it, so like, it sounds intimidating, mm-hmm. but you never see any of that. <laughs> so it's just like, anyway, so, she moves into town and basically their dads make like a pact. But although I think they're actually both Yakuza to be honest, if I remember, okay. it's been years. So forgive me, but I think they're both Yakuza bosses and they make like a treaty. It's almost like Romeo and Juliet, right? Like we won't fight, or I guess it's the opposite, but like we won't fight if we can like get our kids together. So basically dude's dad says, Hey, you're going to fake being in a relationship with her whether you like it or not Uh, he's like what the hell man (laughs) and he's he's not interested and like she is like uh sundari is the one that treats you like shit at first right yeah uh okay so she's super sundari that's the type of chick i have like a lot of problems with too i'm like "Mm, i don't know anyway do you like sundari chicks uh Depending on the character design, honestly, they can't. Oh. But I <laughs> overall, <laughs> though, 90% am like not into it. I'm yeah. really, like, it's not my, my thing. I really yeah, do yeah. like the Yandere. So, like the chill one or like the shy one? It's like the shy, oh, like the crazy but deadly. One? Yeah, okay, like they're so go. in love that it's just like, no, he's mine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like almost possessive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Depending on the anime, sometimes it's actually like they'll like mutilate people like the future or diary. <laughs> yes future yeah. diary is yandere mm-hmm. like the picture of yandere is her <laughs> but in the calmer anime yeah it's usually the shyer girl who's just like so obsessed with them that's just like what are you doing with them sort of like attack on titan i guess mikasa right or yeah. or, or if we were talking about more realistically shy right and yeah, not, not mm. mikasa right <laughs> not like oh she's a secret soldier type of deal right <laughs> right right um 
so yeah, basically he's forced, they're both forced into this relationship. And the first time they meet, like they don't even know who it is, of course. And so like they fight right off the bat and like they hate each other, but they're forced into this fake relationship and it just like plays out over time. And it's hilarious. And then it turns out, Oh my God, like five some odd years ago, there was a girl who I like shared my first kiss with when I was like 12 years old and we agreed to get married when we got older, but it's like a mystery girl. He doesn't remember who it is anymore, Mm, but they like exchanged. He's got a key and she had a locket. Oh, and so basically then like chaos ensues when multiple other girls show up slowly into the show are introduced, including his childhood love. He's like the one he's actually been interested in since childhood. And she's the Yandere. Mm-hmm. She actually shows up episode one, but then several or a couple others show up later and they all have lockets of different shapes. <laughs> okay. And you see where this is going. Uh, <laughs> I won't uh, say anymore, but the whole okay. show just plays out of trying to figure out who it was. And then overall, over time, they all just fall in love with him anyways. And then he's got to like, take his pick later. All right. So I mean, almost the same. You're telling me on this though. Like the fact that it's like in your top 10, I'm like, okay. And I I have heard other people like more, like the more hardcore anime watchers talk about it. I just never knew what it was. And I always forgot. (laughs) That's going on. That's that's the premise. And then that literally carries right over into the quintessential quintuplets and that very beginning of the of the episode he runs into a girl who they don't get along at all they butt heads and it's just like screw you man later and then it turns out um he's told by his dad that he's got a gig to tutor um some girls some sisters uh because he's like the number one scorer obviously like in the whole school like always gets number one in the rankings smartest guy there is and so he's like Sure, because his dad and his family are poor and in debt. So, like, they need all the money they can get. So, he's taking this tutoring job. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he shows up for the gig, and it turns out to be this girl. And he's like, please, no, not her. And then all these other girls start coming out of the woodworks, like, hey, what's wrong with her? And then he's like, wait, what? And why do y'all all look the same? And it turns out they're literally quintuplets. So, they all have the exact same face and body shape, but just different haircuts. And then chaos ensues because he can't tell them apart. The watcher can easily tell them apart very easily, okay. by the way. <laughs> oh, like, do they all look the same? All right. okay. They do like to trick you, though, because they all love to play shenanigans since childhood of dressing up like each other to get each other out of problems. Uh-huh. So then sometimes you don't know who it is because they'll do some things that are like plots, plot twists. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, my God, what do you mean? Who was that for real? And you may not know for like, 10 episodes later. Wow. Like lots of plot twists. And this one's a lot more romantic. Like mm-hmm. it is a huge comedy as well. Like there's so much nonsense and I love like the silliness behind it, but it also like gets like doki doki, you know, <laughs> Wow. But, like over time and basically starts out with like one of the girls likes him, but it's just like, just is friendly with him all the other girls are not interested in studying because they're all failing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, oh yeah. And it's like some rich dude. So he's getting paid like 10 times the amount that he normally would. So that's why he's interested. He would have quit, but it's going to like pay off their debt because mm-hmm. they're like a billionaire basically. Oh, wow. So 
point is trying to get in with that. He has to force them into it when none of them want to do it because they're lazy and they fail everything. And so he has to spend the whole time trying to convince them to work with them and like play to each one of their like specialties or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then overall, like over time, eventually they all fall in love with them and then start fighting each other like over it. Okay. Like a battle royale almost, like <laughs> pretending to be each other and playing tricks and uh-huh. then sometimes encouraging each other and crying it out. Like there's a lot of emotions, honestly. Um, oh yeah. And then it's mild spoilers, but I already just did the same for Nisekoi because it's the same thing. But big surprise, like a number of episodes in, you find out that five years ago when he was like twelve years old, same thing. Uh he met a girl in Kyoto. And they like shared a date all day and like, I don't know, he fell in love with this girl and he's got a picture in his wallet that someone took of them. And first of all, he looked like Bakugo at the time, but he has (laughs) like dark hair now. So the girls, the girl doesn't recognize him anymore as an adult or not adult, but like an older teen. Uh, And also he's cleaned up his act and turned into like a grade A student. (laughs) So anyways, turns out that like all of them looked just like this girl when they were that age and they all went to to Kyoto that same summer. So now he's got to figure out that it's one of them and he's got to marry basically whichever one it is. And it shows you several times throughout the series flat uh, fast forwarding to like five years more later when they're like 22, he marries one of them but you have to go the whole show guessing who's he going to marry. So I'll leave it at that. The manga is longer than the the anime, so you don't get the answer, but. Oh, they haven't. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I got to see which one I want to go through now. If I, Oh, I'm going to do Nisekoi for sure. Now I got to figure out if I'm going to do the anime or manga of quintessential quintuplets. Quintuplets. Yeah. (laughs) What a concept. I mean, yeah, if you're into, to manga i would probably go the manga route for the quince and then watch the anime of nisekoi uh-huh. i mean you could do the manga for nisekoi too really it doesn't matter but you're winning either way right yeah you really are okay you so, sold me on these though i mean the fact that like it's so high up on your list i'm like okay yeah, i gotta man, it's, i gotta add this it's up there with with the shonen honestly with some really good ones so that's what's up i mean yeah people are really sleep on um excuse me on every other genre i unfortunately in anime like there's so many in fact i would say my favorite genres like don't get me wrong action is super dope but yeah comedy is so underrated oh my god yes yeah everyone's like oh you know japanese comedy i'm like no look it's, <laughs> it's stupidly funny and it's great yeah. i love it it's um, an acquired taste yeah i guess like, so, once yeah. you watch enough anime yeah you get the you hang p- of it you pick up enough like comedic cues even from all the shonen but then mm-hmm. when you actually take the dive into a comedy anime, mm-hmm. it's like, bro, yes. mm, that hits all the right spots. It I really it. does. Yeah. Like, like, but it's like convincing people to watch like British comedy, which is so dry. And it's just like, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. But yeah. once you do get into it, it's like yeah. a fine it's still a taste. It's yeah, so exactly. Good. That's the way. Cause yeah, I mean like, like even slice of life. So right now I'm watching a uh, March comes in like a line, uh, like season mm-hmm. two of that. And so good. I thought I would hate it. Like when I started, I was like, why, why would I want to watch some nerd kid complain about, you know, playing chess, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, um, 
it's it's been really enjoyable and like has evoked the emotion in fact even recently i i like just like a few days ago i was thinking to myself like what do i like more video games or anime and i have to say i really like anime so much more not just for the action but like for like all the story beats all the characterizations all the Mm. the times that like anime has made me like emotional and even straight up cry you know but like laugh super hard cry really think about like the way my life is going to be going you know video games i love them first love still um and you know still an active love but at the same time like anime like really gets to you especially like when you really watch that really good show oh yeah absolutely i mean personally i gotta say they're real close to tied just because like man video games been such a big thing for me since i was just old enough to even pick up a controller yeah but at the same time yeah anime i totally agree can just hit different notes um with the exception of things like hellblade you know but like you know for most video games though you're playing it just for the entertainment value and like you know you're having fun and like testing yourself or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like anime can you know they'll either teach you things or like touch your heart or make you laugh in a way like you just can't stop like i think even nisekoi i just like laughed my ass off at some point and just like couldn't catch my breath (laughs) so funny but yeah you know anime pulls on a lot of strings yeah um so yeah i mean that's a hard choice for me yeah, it is. I mean, not sure I'm ready to make that call. But I, yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you made that call. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I had to think about it, and maybe it's because, like, you know, like I work in it. But at the same that's time, true. Yeah, 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 like that's an extra bias. But I do you know, enjoy the anime community. I will yeah, say a lot say more, more than gamer culture communities. Yeah, and I mean, not Although, to say that they're bad. Yeah, but they can but be like troublesome, right? Or yeah, a little toxic every now and then. Yeah, not every now and then. They can be toxic. Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of cancellation in the gamer community. So yeah, mm, yeah, for real. <laughs> um, I would say that like video game conventions have been more favorite than anime conventions. Really ironic. Yeah, more. video game conventions. Every time I go to a video game convention, I'm having a blast. Like it's it's you know like playing the video games for sure, but then you know with people, but. Yeah. It's just sort of like, oh, like it's. I would say it's more fun. You want to go to the panels. You want to go oh, okay. to the, the show floor. Yeah, you want to do the things. You want to do the activities with other gamers. You know, like even watching tournaments is just sort of like, okay, this is legit. Um, we're all here for whatever reason. You know, even if I don't watch these tournaments already, it's like okay, like I, I can get into hype. It's like being at a football game. You get hype nonetheless, even if you don't watch football, mm-hmm. right? But then again, if you're at a game convention, you probably know a little bit enough to like get into it, right? You're not like, I don't know what's going yeah, on, right? You're not going to go to a gaming convention and not play <laughs> video games. At yeah, least that'd be a, a good chunk of your time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel so, that. Definitely go to a video. Like, for example, like my favorite convention, I would say maybe of all time, Screw Attack Game Convention. Unfortunately, they stopped that. Yeah, like it was uh, now since they're part of Rooster Teeth. But like, I went to that for like three years and that one was like okay like we're all sort of equal even like the stars like they're all on the show floor just playing games and drinking beers right um you know like arcade games you know like or you can just go talk to them like or after like a panel and um you know just community of people like was just so amazing It, it didn't really feel it felt like everyone was very equal versus um uh like a level of stratification so 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I think I really enjoyed. And it was just playing video games. Like it was it was like boiled down to like its simplest form. Play video yeah. games, drink some beers, have a good time. It's <laughs> much more down to earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Chill, not having to put on a persona, things like that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I can, I can dig it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've honestly never been to one. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Once PAX open up. I definitely got to go. Yeah, absolutely. I almost went to PAX last oh, year. Man. Almost. Don't remember what happened, what came up, but just last minute was like, ah, I'm not gonna yeah, make it. That's life. Um, you know, I'm hoping, like now that uh, you know, Corona is like now starting to decline. Uh, I am hoping that like with events coming back, you know, for sure, anime conventions. I'm hoping that that can grow. Uh, so much more like i'm hoping that we don't go back to like the old problems you know i'm hoping that yeah. we can um revamp it you know mm. to get rid of the things that like really sucked and to you know if anything at least personally like i like we will like i have a more zest for going to a convention like i remember like thinking like right before corona like in february or january i was like ah you know gotta go to convention season again ah drat you know like low-key taking it for granted but at the same time you know like loving it absolutely yeah. loving it but at the same time taking it for granted i was just like eh, you know we always do this it's starting to get boring you're right yeah I, I i do totally understand that you know i think probably not this last season but probably the season before it because like this last one was whenever like we got together and like made a bunch, bunch of stuff happen yeah so like that was definitely like it hyped it back up for me but i think it was probably the year before like 20 17, 17 or 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I started to feel like maybe I'm too old for this, man. Like, it's starting to not be a whole yeah, lot of fun. But yeah. Yeah, I think definitely, you know, with how reinvigorated we are as a team, that that's dope. And like, with just not only, you know, life in general, but like the new season and the new plans and things that we're going to do. I think we can carry that over, honestly, into enthusiasm for, you know, doing things different, just like you were just saying, for the next round of anime conventions and just enjoying it, you know, and making sure other people enjoy it. Yes. Whenever that is, if it's this year, and God forbid we have to wait another. But you know what? At some point, we're going to make it happen again, and I'm looking forward to that. Dang, that was so well said. <laughs> that was that was Thanks, beautiful, man. honestly. And honestly, <laughs> thank you very much for this episode. This was yeah. a very good episode. I I really enjoyed hearing about your perspective on all this. And I definitely got I got more questions in the future. You know, I definitely got to ask sure. about the ministry stuff. We'd love to hear more about the Viking stuff. Uh, yeah, disorders stuff. Like I didn't even know that you knew about all that, and I would love to pick your brain on more of that. You know, <laughs> pick your brain. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, this was this was a great episode, man. I'm glad that uh, I got to bring you back on this podcast episode, and I'm excited. You got me. You were right. Like I feel reinvigorated for this season and for what's to come uh, with the whole that's dope entertainment side of this. Yes. So, got some plans. Um, Got some plans, of course, events, more podcasts, hoping to start streaming. In fact, we should really start streaming together yeah. pretty soon. Absolutely. Hopefully I'll start playing uh, PC games and <laughs> I can actually like play with I'll people. Walk into <laughs> it. I got you. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, yeah, I feel I feel excited. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Is there anything, Absolutely. any last things you might want to say? Or, I mean you know like i mean plan to have you back on the podcast soon so you know and yeah absolutely uh you know next time we'll just we can deep deep dive into anything you want to do the biking stuff you know or uh 
you know, I can talk forever about mental disorder and psychology and things like that. I'm very, very well studied in, in those things. Um, but I mean, less of a focus on me. I, I just look forward to, you know, our future podcast as well as when we pick up that keyboard and we start uh, streaming together. Hey, you know, I'm gonna... All right, for the time people. to pick up the keyboard. Oh, oh there it is. All right, let's go. So heavy. Yeah. <laughs> the mouse. <laughs> Oh, I'm hyped though. I'm hyped. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And everyone who listened, thank you so much. You guys are really dope. Really appreciate you and the support. Uh, definitely stick with us as this year continues because we have a lot planned. Uh, finally, actually getting organized. Um, these guys on the team have started up something called a planner and schedules. <laughs> I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> so, and also, we're hoping to be like a lot more um, consistent. You know, with the weekly drops. So, you know, stay tuned Thursdays. That's the plan at the moment for when episodes are coming out. So uh, if you listen to episodes, please love to hear from you. Love to hear what you think about these episodes. Uh, hell, even love to bring you on the episodes if that's your, your cup of tea. Uh, but as always, thank you guys for being dope. Stay dope. Peace. Peace.